Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hodgeberg, and this is episode number 163. I've been lucky enough to go on many different Royal Caribbean cruises on a variety of ships, but one ship I found myself on the most is Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas. Maybe it's her size, dazzling array of entertainment, impressive specialty dining options, or fabulous ports of call she visits, but I really think Freedom of the Seas is, without a shadow of a doubt, at the top of the list when it comes to the best Royal Caribbean ships in the fleet. And this week, I get to share my thoughts on Freedom of the Seas with my friends who join me on board for a Royal Caribbean blog group cruise on Freedom of the Seas. We'll discuss our favorite aspects of the cruise and what we enjoy doing on board and on shore. Here we go. You know, from the very first group cruise that we've ever done on any Royal Caribbean ship, I was always excited for the idea of cruising with a lot of people who really understood how much fun it is to go on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Because not only is it great to be able to experience a cruise with people who, quote-unquote, get it, but also it's great because you get to see friendly faces around the ship, you get to share in the experiences, and everybody does something a little differently. And it allows you to be like, oh, I didn't know there was that thing over there, or cool, I saw that show too, wasn't that amazing when that thing happened? And that's what the group cruises are all about. And on this week's episode, we're actually broadcasting, or recording this, Live in vintages on Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas, and I am surrounded by friends here who are on, who were with me on the Freedom of the Seas group cruise in 2016, and uh, very, very excited that we get to finally get a chance to talk about our cruise experience. I know it's kind of it's we always record these at the end of the cruise, and it's always bittersweet, but we're still on board a cruise at least at the time of this recording, and um, it's 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 a lot of fun. I want to quickly go around the room and just say hello and just say your name and where you're from just so that everyone gets an idea of uh, who's on board. Actually, there's actually more folks here, but they're not here uh, doing other things. There's a lot of things going on on a sea day, um, a lot of different activities. Uh, so, Andy, do you want to start things off and we'll go around the room that way? Okay, I'm Annie. I'm from Cornwall in England. That's it? Good. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Rich? Rich from England. I'm Hunt from Orlando. Wilson from North Richland Hills, Texas. Annette, then me, I travel, but from North Carolina. Eileen? from Chicago. Karen from Lake Zurich, Illinois. David from Virginia. Larissa of uh, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> and Billy from Fort Lauderdale. Nice. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, let's start off with a, with a, I'm going to get, I want to start off with some easy kind of rapid fire type questions. Uh, we, of course, this is day seven of our cruise. So let me, um, what is the best, best specialty restaurant on board? In Sabor. your opinion, Sabor. Three times. <laughs> well done. I like that. Wow. Anybody, anybody else have any opinions other than Sabor? I really like Chops, which is weird, but, but I like the vegetarian options that they did. Yeah. Um, and it was awesome. But I, was, I, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. So I think that's probably my favorite on this ship. I like Sabor on the Allure better, the Tapria. Why did you like Sabor better on Allure? Just because of the of it being a la carte pricing, and it was easier to just go in and just buy like a snack. Yeah, so we went every day when we did that sailing. Yeah, I like the I, I agree with you. I like the a la carte yeah. variety yeah. of it. Just being able to drop in and grab something. Although I did try yesterday for the first time. You can go to Sabor and just take anything you want um, for uh, takeout. Oh. And I ate it at the Schooner Bar. Uh, the pricing is a little different than than, than the Oasis class ship, so you can yeah. make that argument. But. I do agree with you. I like the the opportunity to go in and just grab like one or two things, but I like the the ambiance and the experience better on a Freedom or Voyager class mm-hmm. Sabor. Um, but it, yeah, Chops is a great choice as well. Um, 
Wilson, what was your favorite thing? What's your favorite dish at Sabor? I had the red snapper for the first time. That's good, I right? usually go to the barbacoa or the one of the yeah, tacos or burritos, but I did the red snapper. My wife's not a fish person. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Nice. Good choice. Um, Annie, what did you think of Sabor? Oh, you've been there yet! It was meant to be open today for lunch, I'm sure of it. But it's well, not. Let me go, you can go to the bar and order. Oh yeah, we might do that. Now I know that we can do that. I'll yeah. do that. And well, this was also <laughs> Annie's first cruise ever, right? Yep. So first, wow. first cruise, first Royal Caribbean yeah. cruise. What did you think? Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Definitely, love it. How did it? How did it match up to your expectations? Yeah, I think it, it did. Because yeah. I, I was worried that I bigged it up too much in my head, and that I was going to get on and it would be disappointing. And it really hasn't been at all. It's been every bit as incredible as I thought it was going to be. Good, Rich. Did you did you agree? How was your experience like on board? Yeah, very good, very good. enjoyable. I didn't didn't particularly want to go on a cruise. It was more random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, we'd definitely do it again. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting. We have lots of different backgrounds of, of cruising. We have, you know, real world being hardcore veterans. We have cruising veterans. We have new people. So it's it's really nice. Uh, let's talk about the uh, favorite things to do on board the ship. Not that outside of food, which I think is an activity, but nonetheless. Um, Hunt, what was your favorite thing to do on board? Uh, mostly uh, hang out at the Oliver Twist bar. They have, uh, you know, it's just that view up there is awesome. And uh, I appreciate that it still exists as an open venue yeah. on Freedom of the Sea. So, yeah, we spent a lot of time at all of the twists. Nice. Like in Crown Lounge. And that, what was your favorite thing to do on board? We've done a lot of eating. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So you took out my main activity with eating. Um, you know, this, this because I've cruised a lot, this is the first time I've done the outdoor movies. So oh, yeah. call me crazy watching TV at night. It's cool, right? By the pool. Yeah, the poolside movies are a nice thing. That was nice. Did you watch the football game in the end? Oh, we were there the whole time. We were totally yeah. disappointed that we lost, but it was a great game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Game. So they were broadcasting the uh, the kickoff the NFL season up on the pool deck. Yes. And they also had it, if you were interested, too late now, but they had it on the On Air Club as well. It seems the On Air Club, the karaoke bar, is their de facto sports bar, sports bar. when there isn't karaoke going on. I saw there was the U.S. Open was being was being shown mm-hmm. over there. So um, definitely some, some, some uh, interesting options available. Um, Billy, what was your favorite thing to do on board? Oh, a nap. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, I would agree that uh, as far as venues, Oliver Twist up in the Viking Crown Lounge, that's a fantastic space. Yeah. And, and to be honest, it's not because the the decor or anything in that venue is anything special at all. I would I would probably want to change that up, but just the the views from there, uh, that that was great. Uh, I'm. I'm not sure, you know, if I if I was picking like a, an activity, it's it's a little bit hard. I I, I would say maybe just uh, walking around on deck because that was one of the things on Allure that we had a great time. Yeah. But I didn't feel like I got to see enough of the ocean, so I was uh, I was happy to be able to, to do that on the ship. And maybe if uh, if we record an addendum, depending on whether or not I injure myself uh, ice skating a little yeah. bit. Oh, you're gonna do it right now. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Let's um, make your dress like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I brought a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a jacket. <laughs> 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 I skating yesterday. You went wow. Did you like it? Was it yeah. your first time or you've done it on other ships? I, I've done it on Freedom before. It's like, I think it's my like, third or fourth time on Freedom, so she's my favorite ship. Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, so ice skating yesterday, you'll get on there and you're just, you'll be amazed how tiny that rink is. Yeah. And, yeah. and additionally impressed at all the, uh, all the tricks that the uh, skaters are able to do. Yeah. Did anyone see the ice show? Yeah. Yes. What'd you think, Wilson? It was great. It was excellent. I, I missed it on Liberty in April. Um, I went heavy on the drink package one day, so I ended up <laughs> taking one of those naps that Billy was talking about. So it, it was fabulous. And I'm, I'm fortunate enough I'm going to be able to do a behind-the-scenes tour uh, there at, immediately after this. I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Nice. Well, let's talk about right, let's talk about the drink package. Who here? <laughs> right, this won't be help the audio. <laughs> Raise your hand if you got the drink package. <laughs> That's pretty much a majority. See, we're doing it to nobody's I'd say names. three quarters. To protect the innocent, we'll not mention names. No worries. But did every? All right, let's. Uh, who did the drink package for the first time? Obviously. Annie, yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, Annie, what did you think of the drink package? Do you think you? Do you think it's it? About, I don't want to say. I was to say, did it save you any money? But there are there are benefits too. Are you happy with the drink package purchase? Yes. Why? Because I think we definitely got our money's worth. Yeah, okay, money's worth out of it. To be honest. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Billy, since you talked me into getting the drink package, what did you think of the drink package? <laughs> I no doubt I got my money's worth, not because I was trying to. <laughs> that's that's always a risk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you pretty much always lose playing that game, um, <laughs> even if you win on the package. Right. Um, it, it, it worked out well financially. It was just nice, also not having to think about it. And if you did want to try something different, uh, which started off day one, actually, we're up in Oliver Twist, and uh, Larissa was getting a drink, and I said, I don't know, just give me something different. Uh, and it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but I had no regrets. <laughs> I had no regrets, so... Um, oh, I ended up drinking it because I felt bad, because even though I'm not paying for it, for some reason, I feel like I have to finish everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, there are children in China who don't have alcohol because of you. Cosmopolitan that I ordered really that he hated. I didn't like either. I didn't do the ultimate. I did the premium, even though we drank a lot of coffee. I wasn't sure. When we drink coffee, it's usually just plain espresso. Yeah. It's not uh, a $9 vanilla frappo latte, whatever you drink. So I have to look back at my statement and kind of do the math, but I think for us, now it doesn't matter with the new drink packages, yeah. if I recall. But for us, I, I think the premium worked out uh, just fine. I don't think I would have uh, been better off with, with the ultimate. Yeah, it was interesting. I... I'm not sure. I did pretty well in the beginning of the cruise. In the last couple of days, I've slid with like probably in the break-even category. But with the overage I had on the first couple of days, it's probably a wash. But what I really liked about it was being able to break up the cost of the cruise and not have to worry that I was coming. Even if I let's say I saved, I would have saved a hundred dollars hypothetically with buying the drinks a la carte. It's nice that I'm not. They're, all those drinks are not on my bill now as we approach the end of this cruise. Yeah. And to me, that's the that's the really nice Psychologically, part. Psychologically, it's nice to like prepay for things. Yeah, it just makes it way easier. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not I'm not going to have to worry about that kind of a thing. Um, yeah, that's but, exactly why I do it, and it includes the water. I mean, they're not really tallying the cost of water, so yes. yeah, I'm getting all those bottles of water, and I know they didn't charge me for one drink, so I'm up somewhere. <laughs> When you, but, uh, yeah. when you, let me ask you this, Hunt. When you order a drink, do you tell them what? Do you specify what liquor to use? Assuming you're getting like a mixed cocktail. Uh, yeah, usually. Oh, I, yep. I, I don't think I asked them one time. I was right. like, hey, can you get me, you know, this kind of vodka or this kind? Right. Of, I'm just like, get me a 
lava flow. And well, I think if you're on the drink package, they're probably giving you premium stuff. They're not going into the well for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, hope anyway. I, I, I watch bartenders. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I've always been curious about this. I noticed this on Celebrity as well. Um, they'll always give you whatever the best thing they can because the bartender doesn't care. They, right. they want you to be happy and come back to and them they so they get a little better. Yeah, exactly. In fact, on, on Celebrity, their package, not to get too off topic here, their their drink packages, they have it uh, set so that there's a package that gets you uh, like top shelf liquors and then another one that, that doesn't. And they'll actually, the bartenders will, will call out and say, actually, you can get, if you want, you can get this with Grey Goose on your package. So, yeah, the bartenders, they just want to make you happy. Yeah. Let's talk about the uh, places we visited, shore excursions, and the ports. We had a lot of fun, I think, across many different places we visited. Uh, we went to, of course, Labadee, Falmouth, Grand Cayman, and Cozumel. And I think uh, we had to get the cat out of the bag immediately because we talked. Uh, many of us in Grand Cayman got to experience something I think was one of the most fun things I've ever done. Uh, we rented a private yacht in Grand Cayman. It was kind of a reward for everybody that, that booked into the Rope and Blog group cruise and uh, got a chance to... Uh, you know, reward folks for supporting the blog. It's really important to me to uh, to emphasize that you know the group cruises are a lot of fun, uh, but they make it even you know I, I want to make sure that we continue to build and grow this. We can do more and fun and awesome things. And folks that book into the group cruise really it makes a big difference. Um, and I know that our partners at MEI Travel and Net and I were we spent many afternoons and evenings trying to figure out what we could do that would be cool like that to be able to do and we, we settled and settled we picked this great option <laughs> we, we eventually the found <laughs> yeah the private yacht which was which was amazing I thought we had a really great time on there it was a, it was a beautiful yacht better than we expected yeah actually we got upgraded in the end because there was something wrong with the 55 foot yacht so we got to 60 or 65 I think it's 65 65 foot yacht so not bad not a bad way to spend but your day but then the stocks <laughs> yeah. let's just go there the stocks we ended up doing like three short excursions that people would normally go to. Yeah. Yeah. On the yacht. It was nice. So, yeah, they basically, we got on board, and the captain was like, where do you want to go? And he gave us a couple, you know, suggested options, but it was just fun because we got to hang out. It was very, it was low-key, but we got to do a lot of different things and kind of enjoy it together going on. We went to Stingray City, which, not for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wilson got to hug a Stingray. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you go. You have to, if that... I think maybe it's something that you would like. It sounds awful to me, but... Obviously, I was missing my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're friends on Facebook now. They got Well, that must have been pretty swanky pulling up in a yacht up at Stingray City with all those other... Yeah, with all the other... <laughs> the unwashed masses in their, in their uh, regular boats. Yeah, no, it was great. It was a lot of fun. There's so many Stingrays around us, too. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we but just, it wasn't what I... I expected. I How's mean, that? really, because I had never done that. As, as everybody found out, you didn't get in the water, but I did a whole bunch of holding hands and onto people and screaming. <laughs> so, but I thought it was going to be like some of these other places where you go and they're just all corralled. Uh-huh. I didn't realize you're just in it's the wild. These are wild yeah. <laughs> that are very domesticated to this one little they're sandbar. Just people because they feed them. That's yeah. I know, but, but that was very cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was cool. a lot of fun. Just being able to be on the yacht together and talk and hang out and it was just beautiful day. I mean, gorgeous. We were a little worried because the day before in Falmouth it rained considerably most of the day, and then I got people wondering, oh, geez, you know, was it going to be another rain out today? Yeah. But no, it was absolutely it was gorgeous and calm. But yeah. we had some people concerned about seasickness. Yeah. Small, but no, it was great. It was um, my favorite part was just we, we did two stops where we just kind of, he put the anchor down and we just kind of jumped out and, and there was a little bit of snorkeling involved. 
I did not want to see anything, so I got my head above water. But I just enjoyed just being out there, you know. Um, it was a lot of fun. I we're not gonna we're not gonna tell you about all the fish that were just gathering. Yeah, no. Wilson comes to me and goes, "Dude, there's like a big one, like right over there." And then that's when Matt got out of the water. No, 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 no. We also had that uh, that beach stop at the very beginning where the all the starfish, starfish, yeah, and and that was pretty awesome. I, I spoke with I don't remember from somebody in our group or not that. Uh, actually, I think it was uh, Rich and Tammy. They they um, they'd rented jet skis, and they went to that same beach. And apparently, like that's that's a thing that everyone talked. I'd never been to Grand Canyon so many times. I had no no idea so that that beach was there. It was so quiet, and it, even without the starfish, you just go, "Wow, this is paradise." There's this gorgeous beach, and nobody's yeah. around. And we were there first before all the other yeah. Yeah. got there. Yeah, and, and you know the yeah. the giant starfish. They, that was just an added bonus. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get in the water in that one because I saw like a jellyfish at one point and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> We didn't see that until towards the end. Yeah. yeah. After, after Logan ran from the, from the water because it was that shallow. Yeah. It was that shallow that the kids a four were, or five year old could walk almost to the boat. It was nice. So, it was really nice. No, um, it was nice. What about Labadee? I had a great time in Labadee. It was, it was another like perfect day. I was really concerned. You know the weather we had in Cozumel? Cozumel was hot and humid and it was... It was. I mean, it wasn't awful, but it was. It was really oppressively hot and humid. Yes. And that's why I was expecting Labadee for some reason because it's that time of year. But it was wonderful. It was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and did you they got- do shore excursions there? Uh, I did the the dragon's breath, the roller coaster thing. Yeah. What'd you think of it? It was a it was a blast. Was the it? last two times, for some reason, it was broken. But, but uh, yeah, so I finally got to do that. Went down twice. I can't imagine that people claim they never use the brakes, but. I don't know how you can do that. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a blast. It's an alpine really coaster. Cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And you have a handbrake, right? It's like almost mm-hmm. like a, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And you control your speed, but yeah. Right. But it's so, a, great views up there, right? Yeah, great views. And uh, and <laughs> it's not views? expensive at all Yeah, know, for what you got. By that multiple package, it works out really nice. And you did the zip line, right? Yeah, we did the zip line. It's awesome. Yeah, it. more than Yeah, it was brilliant. I, I wouldn't do it again, I don't think. Right. Sure, for the price. Uh, yeah, but it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, it was nice, right? Yeah, I love Rich, it. were you a little scared when you got to the top? I was scared when I got to the top. But looking down, I was like, be. what did I get myself into? Yeah, I've never, never done it before, but it didn't bother me at all. Didn't bother you at all, huh? I work, no. work with ice anyway, so it doesn't bother no. Oh, okay. Yeah, they would have to shove me. <laughs> 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 they just, you, you get in the harness and. You, they just you don't have a choice. Didn't, again, they were, didn't that, yeah, that's actually better. I just went. <laughs> again, I might would have been holding on to somebody. I'm scared of heights. No, I'm scared of heights. It was fun to hear people scream as they go by. <laughs> that's what I heard all day because yeah. we had the little clamshell uh-huh. looking out. Oh, yeah, so we, we watched the zip line all day. Screaming all day long. Yes. <laughs> that's relaxing. one negative for that. <laughs> It's not very relaxing when you hear screaming. You don't have that saying on your alarm clock at home? It sounds like I wouldn't do the clamshell again, I don't think, actually. It was really nice, but the water there wasn't as nice as the other side. Right, you want to be on the other side. Yeah, I um, got taken out by a wave and just rolling around. It <laughs> dragged about by the waves. So good. Got a little rough seated yeah. towards the end, didn't it? So, and it did. like you say, just hearing people screaming all day yeah. from. But it was nice having nice, that shade. Yeah, that was nice. Not Definitely. having to chase the trees with everybody right. yeah. else. Yeah, 
although it doesn't show, you can't see it on the podcast. I am, sh- I am shedding skin. I got so blistered on that day. Did I'm already you? feeling so sunscreen fail. With that location, we got right there in Nellie's Bay. You know, right on one of the lounges, right off the water, exactly where I wanted to be. It was nice. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it was really nice. In fact, the other thing was I noticed about Nellie's Beach is we were at the same beach. We did a cabana at on Allure, so this was back in February. And I remember it being a lot rockier. Um, and I was telling Billy, I was like, wow, it's... The, the sand was... I mean, not that it was like Bermuda by any means, right. but it was right. way so nicer this time around, so... Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was like you had to kind of swim out a little bit to put your feet down because otherwise, like, you'd get, like, all scratched Yeah, and some of the bigger ones, too. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I don't know how much of that was just sand has drifted in different places or if they did do something to clear stuff out. I give full credit to the Royal Caribbean hamsters that go out there every day <laughs> and, and Zamboni that sand. <laughs> um, you know what was interesting? The other thing I wanted to bring up was in Grand Cayman, the tendering, I don't know why I had this in my head, the tendering was going to be a massive headache, because tendering is always a massive headache in my opinion, yeah. but it was easy, perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got off, I was the first person on, but then I heard <laughs> different folks that were last rolling in. It, you were the last <laughs> we one? Were, no, we were the first on, but it didn't leave. No, yeah, no, no, I was saying, oh, coming oh, back. No, coming we were, back no, we were, tender. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. We, we, we were there. Like, what what I learned is when you put a bar long. right next to the, the tender uh, <laughs> on the terminal there, yeah, the you are there much more cool with waiting until the very last minute. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're right there. What could happen? <laughs> Look, that guy looks important. That officer, he's, yeah. they're not going to live without him. There was somebody with the clipboard taking our cabin numbers that were so late. Yeah, what were those? With everybody's duty free alcohol. That's how late we were. Wow. But it was a lot, it was very easy. The distance was a lot closer than I ever remember it being. um, In terms of where the ship was to to the to the to the port. And it was it was I never saw much of a line. The only line I ever saw was when we came back, it was just processing. It wasn't like like just to get onto the you know, they could only get on single file, so But it was it was very easy. Yeah, it wasn't bad, and I agree. It's like this is, seems shorter, and maybe I'm just remembering Belize that's horrendously yes. long and, yes. and and horrible to. I just deal wonder with, how many people didn't get off. Yeah. Just yeah. to figure, because this ship to me doesn't feel as full as it was last July. Mm-hmm. So I to me, it doesn't really feel full. that way. <laughs> I, I so know. I mean, maybe that's it, but. I, I was likewise really pleasantly surprised with how smooth the tendering process was, to the point that, and I'm not suggesting this would be a good idea, but but I thought, you know, could they do tendering operations on an Oasis class ship? Because it was it was just such a non-issue that I went, okay, yeah. well if you increase the the passenger count by by thirty forty percent, I think it'd be fine. Hmm. Um, so uh, you know what, a well-oiled machine. Because yeah. I've been on much smaller ships where they're, it's much more chaotic. So. But you know what? I think the other thing, too, though, is we had a lot of tenders working, but we didn't have a ship next to us. And, like, when we were here in February, there was the Liberty and the Allure were... Well, no, that was a different port. Never mind. But if you have a lot more ships in port... Yeah, I think yeah. It, different time of year. Yeah, the different time of year. That's right. Might, Fair. Yeah, there were just a lot of tender boats out there. Yeah. All right, let's. Um, I want to wrap this up with kind of just one. I would say either a tip about freedom of the seas or your favorite thing, maybe a memory. So if you don't have a tip necessarily, a suggestion, maybe share a, a, fav- a fond memory you're going to have of it. Uh, I'll start off with myself to so give you guys all a second to think. Um, one of my favorite, a couple things. One, my favorite go-to place on board the ship in the evening was the pub. 
I like the the musical entertainment there. I just like having being able to hear uh, they do in the, on this one. It was a live guitarist. Usually it's a guitarist. I'm trying to think if there's ever one that was something else, but it's nice music. Um, it, it's friendly. It's a good atmosphere, and it's good. It's a good place to wind down for for the evening. So I really like the pub, uh, and, and this is probably true of many really Voyager almost any class ship. I don't even think it's because I've been on Brilliance of the season. I remember going towards the pub as well, but in the evening. It's really uh, very, very nice. Um, Bill, let's go, let's go this way. I'd say, I, I, for me, it's a toss-up between the pub, which uh, I agree, it's, it's just a great meeting place, good sing-along music, doesn't even matter necessarily what the song is, it just uh, sets the, the atmosphere nicely. Um, but since that's also something that I had experienced before, I'd, I'd say tied with, even though I didn't spend too much time up there, uh, all the way forward on the bow at the helipad. Uh, I've been on a lot of cruises. Never, never got to, to hang out there. Yeah. So that was that was really cool. Offered a neat perspective. Even when we were just at sea and there was nothing really to see, it just you know you do the king of the world thing. Sure. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. I don't know. I, I really like the pub too. And uh, but, but there were so many so many different fun things. I like doing the uh, '80s dance party. I had more fun there than I expected. I don't usually dance that much. Yeah, the '80s really dance party with a little bit of '90s and 2000s yeah, thrown in there really, too. Yeah, <laughs> we can even call it that. <laughs> the DJ seemed a little confused yeah. as to uh, what happened in the '80s. Don't tell me what to do, man. I'm playing whatever I want. Yeah, <laughs> but it was so much fun. I had a really good time dancing, and yeah, everything was was good. So. Cool. <laughs> I like getting up early in the morning and walking around on deck four. Deck four? On the promenade deck yeah. outside? Walking around outside just looking at the views. It's that nice. calm ocean this trip. I did that on... coming up. Before Grand Cayman. Um, I got up early and was waiting for the tender, so I went out there to see... Everybody the... else is still sweating. <clears throat> it's great, right? Beautiful, in fact. We're going to do an off-ship uh, tip. The over-the-water Nellie's Beach Cabana. So, it was expensive. I kind of say it's like a bucket list item, but it's so much worth it. Have your own attendant come take care of your drinks. Um, Matt, you know, because you had a fan of two. But also having your own way to get down into the water, yeah. which is very convenient. So I like the over-the-water ones. I just, it's it's about, what it is to me is about that privacy, because like you said, you have the, your own staircase, mm-hmm. and there's really, I mean, guests could walk back there, but there's absolutely no reason for them to do that. Mm-hmm. So you do feel like you're, it's your own little piece of uh, lapidity to yourself, which is nice. It's really relaxing in that regard. I recommend it. Cool. Um, the beach cabana, but mostly the thing I enjoyed most is meeting people. Yeah. Everybody from everywhere. That's yes. a really cool part of the cruise. That isn't was it? my my favorite. Yeah. Of the whole thing, and of course the water watching. Yeah, that's getting nice. Getting up and seeing the sea. Absolutely. And that was your favorite thing, or tip for freedom. Well, for freedom, I know the pub is always just the go-to. It's a great people-watching spot. Yeah. It's a great to find people because people just tend to walk down there. Oh, what are we going to do? Well, let's just stroll and see who we see. Um, but and I guess this isn't really for freedom, and I'm kind of going off. I have to say my newfound thing is when you could get a few people together and do your own shore excursion together. I mean, you know, I know we went over it, but I've done it on other cruises. And when you can do your own versus doing the group sure. off of Royal Caribbean, there's a little bit of risk involved because you've got to get back to the ship on time. But being able to kind of do your own. I know, you know, Christy's not here, but they did a wonderful Cozumel food tour Yeah, that just sounded amazing. And yeah. it ended up being just the two of them. It was supposed to be eight people, and it was just them, so they went where they wanted. So cool. It was great. So, you know, other options for people that have cruised a lot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wilson? 
Um, I, it was a great cruise. There's so many things uh, that I could say. So I'll offer a tip like Karen did. Uh, if you do, if you're going to be on Freedom, catch the Once Upon a Time uh, show. That's a good one. It, it was amazing. It's uh, classics, children's storybooks, but the songs are '70s, '80s, and '90s. I mean, so it was a great show. Very entertaining. Uh, I would say take advantage of the unique things that Freedom offers and Royal Caribbean in general sometimes. Um, the, uh, particularly for me, the adult in the adult areas, that swim up bar that's got the stools in the pool. Yeah. Um, and ice skate on a cruise ship, which is pretty awesome. And uh, the silent disco is always a hoot. I was there last night. And that's, that's a blast. You know, everyone's singing their own track right. with their headphones. So, uh, Sure. Yeah. Take advantage of all those unique things. Uh, down on the schooner bar, we've got the guy playing the piano in the evenings. He's, he's excellent. Not yeah. too far away from the casino. <laughs> <laughs> in between songs. I'm surprised you didn't want to mention the karaoke, your favorite thing in the... Well, my lasting memory is going to be that first night in the pub. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We won't go into that. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that, that's going to be my lasting memory. But just everything was amazing, and it was lovely to meet all of you. And it was really nice. It was. You've seen you on my screen so long. Look at here I am. Here you are in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I got, I got to echo what you said, Annie. Is that you know this is what the group cruises are about: is running into folks and and seeing people all around being able to, that was to me that's what makes these, these group cruises so much fun that, that's always the the thing I always try to you know play it's like yeah we, we go to these great places we go on these amazing ships but to me it's really about the people that we get to see and get a chance to talk to if we're in you know this uh, in a lounge or at a bar or in, uh, at the beach and you know that that's the fun part here uh, joining us here we've got Rich and Tammy uh, we're doing um, just your best freedom of the seas tip or memory of freedom if you don't have a tip I'm putting you guys on the spot because you just walked in with drinks in your hand. And yeah. It's after 10.30, so. Yeah. <laughs> the Sabor shirt on. Yeah, nice. Coming from Sabor. So, I don't know. I think uh, for us, we've not been on a ship with Sabor before, and I think we went Sabor happy a little bit. So, um, well done. We've uh, we've definitely enjoyed that, and uh, I apologize for being late. Matt, I want to thank you and Billy and all the guys at Royal Caribbean Blog for kind of putting this together, and Annette and Amy I travel. It's been a blast of a week, and been a great opportunity to meet as you were just saying all these new people and uh well, it's kind of made it fun for us we've always traveled by ourselves so it was neat to be able to run into people during the week and yeah just kind of chat stay high for a few minutes and then kind of move on but uh get together with people for drinks in the evenings and stuff so it was quite a blast i gotta echo what you said and big thanks to annette and uh, everyone at mei travel for helping us out and supporting us there's so many things that they've done yeah, you know, it, it's sometimes it's easy to see them, and, and a lot of times, quite honestly, it's not so easy. They're not as visible. It's like Annette, can you do this? Because I gotta go, you know, talk to Billy or something, which is way important <laughs> stuff, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really appreciate everything you guys did to help really make this as smooth as possible. And a lot of things, a lot of times, there were things that looked like, oh, that went well really easily, and it's because of the hard work you guys put in there. So thank well, you. Well, and I have to make a shout out for your agents. Because they're back at home, and there's lots of things you don't know that they filled me in on, so I would know what was going on with each of your trips. So if, you know, something went wrong, I didn't have to hunt anybody down, I knew exactly where to jump. So yeah. the agents really, and they've been checking in. They've been checking in on you, so you know. How are they having fun? Are they, ha you know, what's yeah. going on? Good. So, 
Well, guys, thank you so much. I can't wait for the next one. By the way, the next group cruise, you're wondering, Matt, this sounds amazing. When can I go on another group cruise with you? Good news. <laughs> freedom, uh, freedom of the Seas. Navigator of the Seas. February 2017. Nine nights from Miami to the Southern Caribbean and Labadee. So, Andy, can you do the zip line again? And we're, <laughs> we're working on something. Yeah. Can't do a yacht on that one. I think you know? there's just way too many people. Yeah. We get, we've got a lot of uh, good things planned, and we're really excited to look forward to that one as our next one, because each one, we're really building on them. We're having a lot of fun. I know I am with every single one. And again, it's all about you guys, because this is what makes it fun. You know, if it was me and Billy, it would not be a fun cruise. But with you guys, <laughs> it's a great time. Always a pleasure being here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to add one yes. very short takeaway that we'll get to, uh, maybe none of us can mention this, and we'll just wait for the, the show to get uploaded. Here's an edit. Uh, last, no, no, no. Nothing bad. So, in February, on the lore, we had a great time, and I think the, the takeaway comical reference from that was where's Gerald? Yeah. He's at the bar. Right. Uh-huh. And I think, uh, I think while Gerald will maintain that uh, that reputation, that that's not going away anytime soon. I think he now has new company in that uh, the question of where are Rich and Tammy? Yeah. They're at Sabor. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations, you guys, are the stars. Today, and we're going for dinner tonight. <laughs> and the man is holding a margarita in his hand as we swear. He's wearing a support shirt. Wearing, yeah. wearing, wearing, wearing a support shirt. shirt. I, I, haven't, I lost the pen. Or uh, someone lost the pen. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on the Freedom uh, of the Seas World Crime Blog Group Cruise, and I can't wait for the next one. Thanks, everybody. I've always said that the next best thing to taking a Royal Caribbean cruise is probably talking about taking a Royal Caribbean cruise. And every week here on the podcast, I invite you to send me your emails about questions, thoughts, comments, really anything in your mind about taking a Royal Caribbean cruise. And you can always do so by sending an email to matt at royalcaribbeanblog.com, M-A-T-T at royalcaribbeanblog.com. And i gotta, I got to be honest with all of you. Coming off of Freedom of the Seas this week and having a severe case of the post-cruise depressions, I will tell you that this is very therapeutic for me in order to get a little Royal Caribbean talk in for this week. And we'll start off today's emails with an email from Tom, who writes, Hey Matt, really enjoy your podcast. We're scheduled to sail on Harmony of the Seas on December 3rd. I was looking at her schedule as she transitions from the Mediterranean to Fort Lauderdale and noticed there's a hole on November 9th, 10th, and 11th. Do you have any clue what's going on? Tom, thank you for the email. The answer is she's actually doing a number of crew, quick short cruises, two-nighters. There's two of them. And they are for members of the media and uh, travel agents and then basically people in the industry to get a preview of the cruise. This is pretty typical when Royal Caribbean brings new ships over to North America. They do this also in Europe uh, when, when they debut over there as well. But we've seen this on Quantum of the Seas and Anthem of the Seas most recently. And, in fact, I will be on Harmony of the Seas November 10th. That's the second of the two night sailings, and I'll be live blogging and periscoping and all that fun stuff. So, Tom, keep an eye out for some of that live coverage we'll be having from Harmony of the Seas to give you all of you insight into what this amazing ship really has to offer. And a lot of folks are really, really excited for Harmony of the Seas' arrival, which is right around the corner, really. 
Next, our emails from Donna, who writes, I've just recently discovered your blog, and I think it's fantastic. I love your podcast and enthusiasm. My boyfriend and I are due to go on our second roller being cruise later this year on Allure of the Seas. I have a question. Well, two questions, really. When I booked the package, it included the Selectrix package for both of us. Normally, we would just book the premium package. However, as the Select one was included, it would seem pointless in a way to purchase the premium package for both of us, as you'll see below. Anyway, my, que- my first question is, if your booking has a drink package included, can you upgrade your drinks package at a discounted price, or would it just be for the full price regardless? If the drink package would be the same regardless, I will most likely buy the drink package, the premium drink package for my boyfriend, as he likes wine, beer, gin, and rum, with a preference for beer and rum, whereas I prefer wine and beer with the odd, odd gin or rum, but wine is more my drink of choice. I would, however, like the odd cocktail or gin perhaps on the cruise. However, I don't think it'd be worth it to pay for the full premium package when the select includes wine and beer. Do you know how much there is with the wines and beer package included on the select package? Is sparkling wine included? Donna, that's a great question. And, you know, you may know this already, Donna, but actually within the answer to this question has changed if I had read this question a week ago. So you're welcome for delaying <laughs> this question until now. I know that's not exactly what you probably thought, but uh, I, anyway, I'll post a link in the show notes to this for more information. But Royal Caribbean actually announced uh, effective last week that they have completely changed up its unlimited drink package offering. So as you know, in the old days, and your email references them, there were three basic unlimited alcohol packages, select, premium, and ultimate. Rokerman's got rid of that. There is now just one. There can only be one, just like Highlander and a drink package. There can only be one, and it's called the Deluxe Beverage Package. It's $55 a day, excluding gratuity, and it is essentially the old ultimate drink package. So it includes cocktails, beer, wine, non-alcoholic beverages, premium coffee, tea, and bottled water, plus a discount on bottles of wine under $100, and also a smaller discount for bottles of wine over $100, and it basically, it's the old ultimate drink package. So, now you have the selected drink package, and under the terms, Rokerman's basically said, well, they recognize folks like you, Donna, have already purchased the drink package, you know, back when it was first offered, and they want to honor that. So if you have a select package, it will be honored as if it never, it was still offered today. So uh, what will happen, you'll get on board the ship, and you will have access to just beer and wine. Now, to answer one of your questions, uh, sparkling wine, a.k.a. champagne, is included because, of course, champagne is considered sparkling wine, so you will be able to get it there. So if you're... Had, if you had purchased the premium drink package for your boyfriend, your boyfriend will actually be upgraded to a deluxe package at no additional charge. Pretty simple there, right? So back to your other question was, you also want to know how much there is with the wines and beers included on the select package. Is sparkling wine included? You have, we obviously answered that second part. But in terms of what's included on the select package for beer, it's virtually every single beer. There's a few notable exceptions. One, The only one that I can really think of off the top of my head these days is... I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Chimay, C-H-I-M-A-Y. It's like a large, ridiculously large bottle of beer. It retails, I think, on, on board the ship, it costs like $20 for the beer. It's a really big, it, it's, it's a really large bottle, so that's why it's not included. There used to be some other exceptions, like the Foster's Oil Can, but that is now included under the drink package. So you'll find, I, I would challenge you to find anything other than Chimay that is not included in the drink package in terms of beers. The In terms of wines... You'll find uh, not all wines are included by the by the glass. There are n- certainly a number of them, a lot of them to to be included. Certainly across all you know basic uh, types of wines, right? You know Merlots, uh, Malbecs, uh, and so forth. <laughs> I'm trying to cover up the fact that I don't know a whole lot about wine, but I know enough about them. 
any Shiraz, there's another one. That was, I was really struggling for a third one there. Anyway, the point is you'll find plenty of glasses of wine. If you are a real wine drinker, like you really know the difference be- you know, between wines, so basically not me, <laughs> you may find it somewhat limiting in terms of what is included by the glass, but it's obviously better than nothing. And, and I think you will find a, enough to really get you by. It depends on how much you're looking to drink, really. If you're someone saying, Matt, I love wine. I can't get enough wine. And, you know, when I walk into a wine store, there is no good enough. I only drink the best. Well, then probably a drink package is not going to be a good idea for you. You're better off actually bringing wine on board or buying bottles of it on board just to, you know, so that way you're getting exactly what you want. But if you're just someone who says, you know, Matt, I really want to be able to enjoy a couple glasses of wine at dinner and maybe in the afternoon. And, you know, I'm not too particular as long as I can get access to, you know, a particular kind of wine. You know, maybe maybe it's a, uh, you know, like you like sparkling wine champagne. You can get access, you know, have a couple of choices there and a couple of choices of reds and, and you're okay. Then the select package will be more than enough for you. Don and I think it'll work out. So hopefully that answers your question. Again, check out our link on, on the show notes here at RollerCoreBeanBlog.com for more information about the drink packages, the new update to them. In fact, as I'm recording this now, I think we may have to do a new podcast episode kind of going through all the new options because it's a fundamental change and a lot of it has to do with simplifying things for guests, making it simpler and easier for guests to understand because the old drink packages caused a lot of confusion, especially among the unindoctrinated guests, right? People who don't listen to podcasts and read RollerCoopingBlog.com, people who just show up to a cruise and like, oh, there are drink packages? Oh, okay. Basically my parents. That's what I'm envisioning because that's exactly what they did. They just show up and, and they cruise. And I don't know how they do it, but they do it. So anyway, that's uh, kind of a, in a nutshell, but I hopefully answered that question for you, Donna. It's a good question. Thank you for sending it in. Next, we have an email from Daniel from Germany. All right, hi, Matt. I'm going on a nine-night Eastern Caribbean cruise on Navigator of the Seas in March 2017, and after this cruise, my family will be on a seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise on Alert of the Seas. The last two years, we were on Legend, Liberty, Majesty, and Oasis, which were all great choices. The only negative was the towel policy on Oasis, because on every other ship, you were able to take towels out without the need of your CPAS card. Can you tell me, what is the policy for towels on Allure of the Seas and Navigator of the Seas? And one more question, are there Coke freestyle machines on Navigator? Keep going with the outstanding work. Daniel, great question. So this is kind of a weird thing. Back in the day, let's go back a couple of years, Rokerman required all guests to provide a CPAS card when checking out towels at the pool. And so you took out two towels, they would scan your CPAS card, and then you would come back later and, you know, if you didn't return your towels, Royal Caribbean theoretically would charge you like $20, $25 per towel for not returning your towels. And this stems from, I suspect, I never did it personally, I always brought my towels back because I'm a good little boy, but I suspect some people were leaving towels back at the beach or on ports, you know, basically not returning them because, you know, they said, well, these are wet, it takes up a lot of space, I don't feel like folding them, I certainly don't feel like carrying them, so people would just leave them behind, which is just wasteful and you know, insert opinion here. That being said, Royal Caribbean put in the policy to dissuade that. Then, a couple of years ago, Royal Caribbean announced, ah, we're getting rid of that policy because you know what? We're not going to punish guests. It's a bad policy. It just makes people angry. No one likes it. Let's get rid of it. So they got rid of it. But individual ships started bringing the policy back for whatever reason. I don't know what the reason is. I can't give you insight into it, but I can just tell you that there are certain ships that do have that policy still. And in my experience, based on my cruises, I was just on Alert and Navigator. They both had that policy where you had to provide a CPAS card for it. 
I agree, I don't like it. It's not a big deal to me. It's just a hassle, quite honestly. But they do have that, so you should be prepared for that. In terms of your question, are the Coca-Cola freestyle machines on Navigator? The answer is no. Typically, the freestyle machines are only on Royal Caribbean ships that spend the entire year in North America. I believe that it has to do either with repairing them or, or servicing the units or and or being a licensing deal in terms of when it goes overseas. It's essentially ships that only stay in the United States are like Oasis of the Seas, Freedom of the Seas. Ships that, you know, more often than not stay in the United States throughout the entire year. Navigator goes over to Europe, especially over to Northern Europe, England, to do cruises over there in the summer. So that's why she is not one of them. They are really cool, though. If you haven't seen them, the Coca-Cola Freestyle Machines are these machine Coca-Cola machines where you can, instead of having just access to, you know, maybe a half dozen types of flavors of soda... You actually have a whole slew of options. You've got, you know, you have all the different kinds of sodas, plus you can add flavoring to them. You can mix them up. It's really cool. Shout out to anybody who enjoys uh, Coke with lime in it, lime flavoring. That is a really cool one. Of course, you can get vanilla, cherry, lemon. There's a lot of different flavor combinations. It's crazy. you got to see it. So if you're on a cruise, the ship that has it, it makes the any drink package that includes a uh, complimentary soda, or included soda, I should say, a really, really good deal because there's so many more options in, instead of just like, oh, I'll have a Coke or a Diet Coke or a Sprite, you know? So it's a really cool option, and it's a good email, Daniel. So uh, thank you so much for it. Our next email comes to us from Jen, who writes, I have a dilemma, and I hope you can help me with my options. Cyber Monday 2015, I booked a great cruise at an amazing price. April 2017, six night from Florida to Grand Cayman, Cozumel, and Costa Maya. BOGO passengers, my first aft-facing balcony stateroom. $400 on board credit with my Royal Caribbean credit card. I should have an additional $500 to use on board. I've been saving my points a long time. Score! So what's the dilemma? I've recently become married, and my husband and I have been under some slight pressure from our mothers to start a family. <laughs> my husband wants me to cancel the cruise before the final payment due date, but I'm going to wait until the last possible moment because I'm not currently pregnant, so why put that cart before the horse? Am I right? Do you have any tips for someone who has near-perfect cruise booked but is also trying to get pregnant sometime in the future or for current pregnant passengers? Should I look into cruise insurance? Do they cover pregnant cruises? Or... Can the cruise be transferred to someone else before final payment if I do become pregnant and can't go and want to share the wealth? Thank you so much. I'm hoping if I do become pregnant that it's in the sweet spot of before the 24th week with medical clearance so I can do both. Wow, Jen, I got to say, this is first time I've gotten this kind of question on the, on the podcast. It's a good one, actually, because you're 100% right. You got a great deal on that cruise, and boy, I wouldn't want to let that go. So you're in an interesting predicament. Number one. Are there travel insurance that can cover you? There can be. You should certainly look into that as an option. Read the policy. In fact, just flat out ask them. This is the scenario because there's so many different policies that are out there. So you want to make sure that you find the one that covers this this scenario that you're interested in if it exists. I mean, I, I don't want to speak for every travel insurance policy that is out there, but you definitely want to look into that kind of thing as soon as you can because the other issue is once you do, let's say you... Um, let's say you become pregnant, then find the the travel insurance carrier. They may not cover it because technically it's a pre-existing condition kind of thing. I know that it's all kind of weird, and you should read the policy is what I'm trying to say. Now, can it be transferred? Yes. Actually, transferring it is very easy before final payment date. I always tell people it's easier to change a name on a reservation than it is to add or subtract somebody from a reservation. So 
if at all possible, if you're saying, look, I can't go on this cruise, but my sister can go on, or this really awesome podcast guy wants to go on the cruise, I can transfer it to that person. That should not be a problem with it. Certainly a travel agent gen will make your life a whole lot easier with managing all this stuff. So what I guess what I would do if, if I were you, well, I'd go on the cruise, but <laughs> if I were you, I would, if, if you're really concerned about a travel insurance, definitely your, your plan A, look into that, see if that covers that, but make very, 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 very certain that it covers that scenario. I would also look into, uh, perhaps, you know, that plan B that you had of having it transferred to someone else if you do become pregnant, but you know, it's, it's one of those weird things because again, once you get past final payment date, any cancellations you make will incur a penalty with it, in which case you basically lose money. So you want to make sure you're making that decision before then. It's a tough one, I'll tell you, because you know, depending on when you do get pregnant, that can dictate whether or not you make that cruise. The other thing, of course, is you know, do your math. Figure out what's 24 weeks before your cruise and figure out where that time window is where it would be quote-unquote safe for you to do that. And the other thing you want to consider also, I should probably mention this, I know there's some people probably yelling at their... Uh, iPhone and Android devices and computers, which is of course in today's day and age, there is of course Zika virus is a is a is a concern. I think personally that it is a concern for folks like yourself, Jen, who are thinking about becoming pregnant or are pregnant, and you may want to reconsider your travel plans because of it. I am not your doctor. I am not a medical expert. Uh, I certainly can't speak to what you should or should not do. It's a personal decision. It is up to you, Jen, and I would suggest talking with your your obstetrician about what the best plan is and what kind of risks are involved with that and make sure you understand them because that can be another x-factor to talk about especially if you're considering going on a cruise either pregnant or when you're trying to get pregnant because from what i understand about the virus it can stay in your system even before you are pregnant and linger in there so you again talk to your doctor and make it the right decision for you uh, that you're comfortable with. So, Jen, it's a, I know it's really tough to pass up a Cyber Monday deal because that Cyber Monday deal that Jen was talking about was probably one of the best deals that I've ever seen Royal Caribbean offer. And, of course, you know, it's always tough to put one down, but it's all about priorities and you know what's most important and what's the best decision for you. It's a great question, Jen. I give you a lot of credit for, for uh, sending it in here and sharing with us because I think there may be some other folks who may be dealing with similar situations in terms of you know what's the best course of action for them. Next up, we have an email from Howie, who writes, uh, Thanks for answering my email on a recent podcast. I really appreciate it. As a follow-up, I called back, and the second time, they quoted me the same price. This time, they said it was because I was in a B2 cabin, and the one I wanted was a B1. Again, makes no sense, as B1s on that day were cheaper than the B2s. A few days later, they dropped the prices considerably, and a great cabin came up. Unfortunately, I was out of town at a wedding. It didn't follow for a couple days and missed it. Darn it. And, of course, uh, the, if you're wondering, what is Howie talking about? Well, Howie booked a a room before on Allure of the Seas, a Bordock balcony, and they were past final payment day and saw that one of the end cabins for the theater was available, and he wanted he basically tried to call Royal Caribbean to switch to the cabin, but they told him they would reprice at the current prices. So could he, you know, is there anything way around that? And the answer is, you know, one thing is call back again, keep asking. But the other thing, Howie, this is also why it's really important to use a travel agent, because then they could have booked it for you. They could have taken advantage of that. You're at the wedding. Hey, you can be 
you know, celebrating and having a great time while your travel agent rebooks for a lower price or the same price and would have gotten you potentially a better deal on that. But alas, it's a, Howie. What I, my advice to tell you at this point is don't worry about it, dude. I've my my thought is, and call me crazy, but when I get past final payment, I stop checking. I just say, you know what? Okay, sirrah, sirrah. That's it. I'm happy with it. I can afford it because I've already paid it. <laughs> And that's the end of the, the discussion. If there are something else that comes up, that's wonderful. But I'm not going to put myself through that kind of mental anguish as to, oh, what else could, you know, what could be? And, and wondering and worrying about that. So, Howie, I think you're still having a great time, dude. Don't worry about it. Enjoy your cruise. And I can't wait to hear about what you think about Allure of the Seas and that category stateroom. Sounds awesome. Next, we have an email. And I think this will be our last email. It's me from Tony, right? It's a new insider, Royal Caribbean Blog Insider. Let me introduce myself. My name is Tony Law, and my wife is Jeannie Law. We are cruise crazy. Even ever since my close encounter, yes, with cancer, I have taken to the high seas. I have cruised with Disney, Oceania, and Princess. And my first Royal Caribbean cruise was on Navigator of the Seas in 2011, then on Allure of the Seas in 2013. But since 2014, we've been on Allure, Adventure, Anthem, and Harmony. We have... We have three more cruises booked on Oasis this year, then Oasis, Oasis, Harmony, back-to-back, and Allure in 2017. As you can see, we really prefer the big ship. Even though we've been on Oasis class a few different times, we've never managed to see any to see everything nor do everything. We will be Diamond Plus by next year. I recently discovered your podcast on iTunes, and I've been trying to catch up. You have so much useful information, and I've decided to become an insider. I really appreciate the information on ports as we are running out of shore excursions to do. Keep podcasting. Wow, Tony, awesome. First of all, thank you. Welcome to the Royal Green Black Podcast. Thank you so much for becoming an insider. Of course, the insiders are a group of folks who contribute to Royal Caribbean Blog financially, so they make monthly donations, and in exchange, they get some, I think, some pretty cool rewards for doing so. And I really appreciate, Tony, you becoming an insider, and I invite every single one of you listening to help support Royal Caribbean Blog by becoming an insider. You can join for as little as $1 a month. You can certainly donate more than that, and it's a no obligation. You can cancel anytime you want. You can change your level at any time you want. And it offers you some pretty cool rewards for doing so. You've got access to exclusive content, rewards, events, products, including T-shirts, party listener email access, early access to each podcast episode, bonus podcast episodes, and a whole lot more. It's completely optional and a great way to, sh- to support the show, starting, again, for as little as $1 a month. And if you want more information, say, Matt, you've sold me. How do I become an insider? You go to royalcaribbeanblog.com slash support. RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com slash support. I will, of course, post the link in our show notes to it, so that way you can get uh, access to that. And a big shout-out to all the Royal Caribbean Blog insiders. You guys are awesome. I, You guys have become... It's, it's funny because if you join at a certain level of insiders, you get to join a special Facebook group for just for Royal Caribbean Blog insiders. And I love it because we get to talk Royal Caribbean there all the time. And I have come to... to know so many of them personally because of this Facebook group, and I love it. I love that not only we can talk Royal Caribbean, but we get to make some awesome new friends together, and we get to indulge and and, and talk with each other about all aspects of cruising, so I love it, and, and Tony, thank you so much for also becoming an insider. It really means a lot to me. I can't wait to cruise with you on a group cruise like you just heard earlier in this episode, and boy, it means a lot to me, so thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Alright, well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Thank you all so much for the emails and and listening, as always, each and every week. I love it. I love the iTunes reviews. I love all the support you guys show. And let's do it again next week. How does that sound? All right. That sounds like a plan. So until next time, I'm Matt Hodgeberg, and we'll talk again soon. <laughs>